Calabunga surfers, get ready for another tubetacular. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I'm laughing too much. Oh, I also had nothing planned, so I was like, oh, let's do a surfer voice. And then I was like, I have no lines prepped. I can't do this. You know what came hey. to my mind when you did that? The fucking turtles from Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes. Noggin. Um, yeah, it's me. It's Wes. It's your chaotic, unprepared dungeon master, as always. Once again, uh, I don't have an order, so I'm just gonna spit names out and see see if it's right. Uh, we're gonna start with Chris, then Nate, and then v then owen then james i think because both owen and james left the call it was owen my right damn yeah because you're always yeah damn close close i'll get it one day maybe i get uh get to tpk the party when i guess it <laughs> guess the order of the players oh <laughs> um not many weeks left for you to get right. Oh, we have way too much. <laughs> uh, anyone want to recap last session? It's been a while. Owen does. See Owen's. Owen's gears are turning. He's thinking, what happened last session? He's already thinking about it. Owen, give us a recap. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know what? That's fair. And I'll, granted, I don't even remember last. Oh, I do remember last episode. Never mind. A lot of important shit happened last <laughs> episode. Uh, uh, met, well, we just met this sunny guy. Yeah. You know, there was a lake of diamonds or whatever. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we were going to get somebody to drink the weird water to see what happens. Yeah. Maybe. Didn't you uh, so we opened last session uh, at the the enclave of the nature sages where the party uh, rested and trained and sought out different Things. <laughs> Endeavor. I don't know. I couldn't think of a good word. I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired. Um, then they headed out and they found this mysterious ray of sunshine that like was kind of shining from nowhere in the middle of uh, shining from nowhere in the dense canvas of the Marswell Forest. As they approached the light, they were transported um, to the Aetherwilds, where they were met with um, a, a drow named Galathar, uh, a former um, adventurer now living his afterlife, doing what he does best. As he uh, began to began to guide the party through uh, various places uh, within the Aetherwilds, the uh, the Cavern of Lost Souls, and the uh, 
a mysterious uh, crevasse uh, where that seems like there's starlight shining from underneath. They, they crossed a very narrow bridge, and uh, Alistair rode his uh, witch's broom across. It's the only way I could describe it from memory. Flying harpoon. Flying harpoon. That's even better. It's like, uh, it's like witches, but they're from Nova Scotia. They just smell like fish. Bye. Uh, bye. -bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they don't turn into cats. They turn into fish as well. Um, uh, I'm getting. I'm sidetracking myself. That seems to be a record. Um, I don't think it's a record. I think I've been sidetracked way earlier. Way faster. Usually done by Owen, because he's a little shit. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just rambling, because I couldn't remember where I was. As they left the Cavern of Souls, they went to uh, the Woods of the Hunter, uh, where Tobin had a brief experience with his grandfather. Um... Leaving uh, the Woods of the Hunter, they crossed the, the Plains of Balance, a uh, mysterious um, hill, hilly plain with uh, it was seemingly gray grass, but as the light shone on it, it, it uh, almost shone uh, like a prism, as like a, like a field of prisms. I described it better back then. Just go watch the episode, guys. What are you doing here if you haven't seen last episode? Come on, we're on episode what? Like, 49? Is it even out? I don't know. Well, they're probably hopefully going to see the the first one oh, before this yeah. one. And then, you know, we'd, we'd hopefully release it in order. That That's fair. Uh, and then they crossed... What is it? The Lake of Memories? And I'm pretty sure someone pointed out that these were all names from the fucking Puss in Boots movie, uh, which I got sad about. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. The Puss in Boots movie was awesome. So who cares? Uh, a weird crystal, crystalline lake uh, that Beckett took a vial of as he reached a, a beautiful island uh, filled with mysterious and beautiful shrubberies. Um, Who's making it echo? No herrings, oddly. No. <laughs> As they met um, the god of peace and light, not what he, his dominion is, Palor, they uh, began to chat and discuss things that were previously left in the dark. Uh, so we were donned uh, a new group, group name. Uh, it's Tobin Ream and Co. again! <laughs> no, they were dubbed uh, by Paylor the Ade Nau. And uh, after that conversation, their vision was overtaken with light as their noses uh, were hit with the beautiful, uh, salt-smelling ocean as they open their eyes upon a, a small, it's like a medium-sized, it's not like a big pirate ship, but it's like a medium-sized pirate ship. Um, as the six of you and your uh, one automaton companion and your one 
griffin companion. There's a bird there, too. Uh, we find the Adenaul upon the upper deck of the Candelabra, their new boat, a gift from the god Pelor. I like boats. I, I, I too like boats. I don't. I, I went up the tangent. I, this could probably wait till later, but I went up to my mom's and she's like right on the water. I saw a bunch of boats and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I love boats. Like sailboats. I want a sailboat. Anyways. Uh, the. Now, no one yell at me about ship terms. I don't remember. I'm just going to use what I remember, which is not much. So, on the fore of the ship, uh, the. Does, you know how ships have like a design on the front? No. Fore and aft, right? Yeah, it's front, back, fore, and aft. Fee, you're a hick. Help me out. <laughs> I'm a hick. That doesn't mean I don't fucking boats. Hick means I fucking know land better than fucking boats. I know tons of hick who likes to fish. If you like to fish, you know how to go in a boat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't like boats, so no. You're talking uh, about the bow. The bow. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, we're off to a great start, guys. I love it. Woo. Woo. Uh, the, the bow of the ship is... Um, the wood is carved into two uh, dragon heads. It's, uh, it's carved in the heads of Arcanos. Um, you look above uh, the, the white sails, uh, catching the wind beyond it, slowly drifting your boat. Uh, further and further beyond uh, the island of Marswell, uh, you see the sigil of Palor uh, on each of these white sails. And then on what's the back of the ship? The aft is the back. The aft. It's the four then. I don't know. It was the, maybe that's a, the golf term. I don't know, man. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Um, is uh, another two dragon heads. The left one is the head of Varus, and the right is the head of Tyrael. Um, yeah, you guys are free to roleplay. As you wish, as I believe uh, we left off as um, Alistair had uh, a breakdown uh, about his enragement with the gods. Um, and they established the rules of, of who knows how to do what on a boat. I believe Alistair knows how to drive a boat. Nigis can do something and Yonatan can do something, as I think is, is what we agreed on. Um, V, can you roll me a fortitude check? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you like that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna kill your character. <laughs> 
Is that what the fortitude check is for? Oh, no, no, that's not. Okay, I got a but 16. Now it is. Got a 16. Um, your stomach feels a little bit turned, but uh, oh, you managed to hold it in. Okay. You said you don't like boats, and now I'm, now I Becca like doesn't like boats. I don't like boats in real life. Doesn't mean Becca doesn't like boats. Well, <laughs> I don't think Tobin likes boats either. I just never really been on boats. That's true. I think that's all. How I are you on boats? Um, better because we've been on a few now. Mm -hmm. This one is not as smooth as the ferries uh, that you've been on. You've been on other ships, obviously, like, you know, big shipping ships. Uh, but this, this one's is, it's a little bit more rocky than than a few of the ships you've been on. Well, I think the uh, well, you were on the, the Shadow one. Silhouette. Yeah, that's uh, which uh, is more like this size, but it's so bigger. yeah. I think uh, maybe they made me a little queasy to start, but like I think I'm fine now. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Um. So, did he tell us to seek out Safiri? Trying to remember. I feel like he said something about Safiri because of the when we asked oh, about the riddle and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Safiri, he's, uh, the, you guys got the answer to the riddle, and he said, uh, Safiri can help you with the answer to that, but you also are free to do anything you wish. You can go anywhere. You have a boat now. Well, alright. You can, you can quest for Kalduin, you guys can return right, to Blackmere, you can we, seek out Safiri. If we fight, if we go try and save Kalduin without, um, having any way to dampen uh, what's his face's powers? We might we're we're all gonna die. So, so probably not. Uh. Anyways, um. Okay, so what's the plan, guys? We can either try and head right for Calduin, or seek out Safiri and see if we can get um. get what we need to put Kavalas, doesn't it? And inspire. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, personally, I think we should grab every advantage that we can before trying to rescue Calduin from a Whatever abominations are on that island. Yep, he uh, he did kick our ass, handed them right to us. Yeah, uh, he he kicked my butt especially. Yep. So, do we head back up to the mountains? Try and find Safiri. I don't see why not. 20 more days and I'll have a couple more wands ready. Well, I'm hoping it doesn't take us 20 days to get to Calduin, but he's a trooper. Well, travel. Yeah, yeah. How long have we been away from Calduin at this point? How long is he... Or, I think he's counting that. Maybe. He's counting something. No. Muted. It's a six-day journey to get up to the mountains. It's probably been two weeks, probably, I would give or take two weeks. Maybe a little bit less. Oh, poor guy. Um, 
So is that our next? What do you guys think? Is that our next step? Verbal confirmation, guys. Play the game. Yeah, that's yes. probably our best bet. I step Absolutely. behind the wheel. So, which mountain range are we going to? Uh, we're headed back to um, New Daria. The, um, New Daria. You know, the ones up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what to get, what to ask you to, to how to drive the boat. Never, I've never played with boats, so uh, what do I ask you to drive the boat? Well, I'll, I can make this really easy, and I can tell you that I can make all of my checks a static number. If I have my rod from down inside of the pit, along with uh, my vest on, I can continuously get 40. Hmm. All right, so you drive a boat. Um, I, I, I'm not even gonna get you to roll, man. That's that's like, fine. That's cool. Like a ride check, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Ride. Um, I will get other rolls. Uh, but this is just purely for your prowess in driving the boat competently for I, the next six days. I'm gonna assume that it's like a profession sailor check. Oh, maybe. Uh. Sure. Sure. Which means it's wisdom based. Oh boy. I like wisdom. Wisdom's my favorite. Wisdom is not my strong suit. Okay. Um. I don't know. I'm sure Alistair can competently drive the boat, especially with his 40 on you know, something-somethings. Alternatively, yeah. I can give my rod to someone else, and uh, they can get a 20, and I can have a 20. Hmm. No, I think you're fine. I think you're good. Okay, okay. <laughs> um... Okay, well, there's uh, five of you, so I need everyone to roll me uh, d20, please. All righty. Adding anything to uh, you? Or what no? modifiers? Uh, just let me know if it's above or below 10. Fuck. <laughs> uh, above or below? 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 Above. Lots of above. blows. Four above and below. Hold on, that'll be easier. Oh, okay. Above, above, above. Yeah, all right. Yeah, four successes. I like it. Um, don't die. <laughs> Someone hit Beckett with a uh, ten-foot bag so that she stays on the deck. Right. <laughs> Is this when West kills my character for making fun of him all the time? <laughs> or maybe. Put like some lines through the loopholes and belt. Just stay tied to the like to on the mass. She's trying to listen to sirens or something. I mean, if, if yeah, I mean we have confirmed she's pansexual, so 
I think uh, Beckett would absolutely fall for a siren. Oh, fuck. No, are you kidding? <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Wes? Uh, <laughs> Bro, you got the hots for, for a tyrant queen? I don't think... If it's a that's pop culture siren, then that? that's anyone's guess. No, we're talking but about Greek if mythology. A, if it's a proper Greek mythology siren, then there's a good chance that any of us could fall for it because that's... of the fact that the whole thing that they were or that were drawn to it was because the sirens were capable of telling people about the future, and that was why they were constantly dashing against the rocks, not because of any particular attraction on the part of the sirens, but because of the fact that they had prophecy. Yeah, that's why um, there's the one myth with them, um, the one wanted to listen, so they tied themselves to the boat, yeah. to the mast, that's what, it, what I was Whereas everyone about. else got uh, wax in their ears. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. I love a little uh, fun facts. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything anyone would like to do within these six days? Do you guys want to go and explore the boat? Sure, let's do that first. Wait, what happened Someone's got to stay behind right? the wheel. <laughs> I don't think you have to be behind the wheel at all times. Nah, I think it's fine. You just get uh, just get um, bubonic to sit on the wheel and just adjust it accordingly. As long as you keep a yeah. good heading, you should be fine. And just check on it occasionally. Yeah. Unless there's like actual, you know, like stuff that um warrants your attention, like rocks and such, and icebergs. That's true. Um. Sorry. Go on. I'm just going to like patrol around the deck uh, like seeing if there's like any rocks or ships or any anything in the water that's coming to us or like and adjusting the sails as necessary stuff like that give me two perception checks or spot checks spot checks okay two different spot checks Uh, the first one is an 18 And the second one is a 21. 18 and a 21. Uh, so on day one, uh, you're patrolling the boat. Um, just kind of after your, your discussion on your game plan, you go ahead and you hop on the aft of the ship, the upper, upper deck near where, you know, the steering wheel is. You know. Yeah. Um, and as you're looking out on the horizon towards the southeast, um, you you see a strange uh it's almost like an odd fog of darkness on the horizon it's it's very very faint just just dancing almost like like imagine like a reverse sunset but instead of where it goes orange it's just pitch black so like behind us um yeah behind and a little bit to like the, like uh yeah. you guys on day 1 were sailing from right Marvel, here. Right? Oh, hold on. Uh, and so, did I say that? Yeah, it is southeast. So, so it's, it's out this way. To yeah. our right. Behind us to our right. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
What's up? Should we? Where can we dock? Like, I know we could dock at like Blackmere, but like, is, where else is there to like dock? Are there other like coastal cities? Or... Um, there's really only two ports you can go to. Uh, if you went the long way, it would take you a, an extra couple days to get there. Um, you guys could go through Arist. It would get you closer to your destination. Uh, or you could port in Blackmere. Arist or Blackmere? Yeah. Where's Arist? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But Arist so, would, it would take us a few days, but it would also be close. Or, not really. It would, like, uh, hold it on, would let me, let me cut the difference of days. Uh, On day one, I'm definitely casting uh, repair damage on my uh, on my left arm for. Uh, It'll take you an extra three days. Like just to uh, get there, or like or, uh, like to dock, or like, yeah, I'm counting. I'm counting from uh, day one, your location, all the way up until your destination in the mountains. Oh, okay. That's a total of uh, six days going through. Uh, Blackmere, and then eight days because okay. you have to sail along the the south side of the massive island. Yeah, that's all. Which I, it takes takes an extra couple days. That's, yeah, that's what I was asking. If you were including our destination or just to the yeah. Okay. Um. Then yeah, we'll add the Blackmere. Um. Yeah, first day I'm gonna explore the boat. Hell yeah. What's on the boat? Uh, and then I'll get to your second perception roll um, on day three. By the way. Uh, Mr. Yonatan. Uh, yeah, you guys go ahead and explore the boat. Um, can I tell if this darkness is magical? It's something. It's something. Yeah. Um, roll me a knowledge arcana. Uh, that's gonna have to be intelligence because I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, that is a 22. Okay. Okay. Still pretty good. Um, it's one of those situations where it's magic in essence, but it's not technically magic. It's definitely magical, okay. but it's not something that was... Cast. It actually, with your role, I would actually, I'll give you this. Um, it reminds you of the other rifts that you've been experiencing throughout the Boundless Shores. Oh, fuck. Like how, uh, when, when would I have seen like this rift last? Dude, like between um, realms. Whenever we hop between realms. Oh, yeah, okay. anytime you would hop between realms, that that is a rift that you've experienced. Like um, going to the Ashen Sea, going to the Aether Wilds. Um, gotcha. I don't think you guys have gone to Shadowguard yet. Oh, technically. Kind of had like that crossover. Yeah. But no, I don't think we've actually gone there. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, report... Uh, I'm going to go report that rift thingy to the group. Yeah. All right. Well, you catch up with the group. Uh, I'm just going to make give you guys uh, the main tour, and then we'll go into specified where each of you go. Um, there's three levels to the ship. Upper deck middle floor, lower cargo hold. Um, directly on the main 
the upper deck, uh, there's a door where uh, underneath where would be like the captain's cabin. But instead, as you open these double doors, you see a large uh, ovular table um, with chairs uh, all set out uh, around this ovular table. And in the center of this ovular table is a small uh, ship in a bottle placed on, on a small pedestal. As you take a closer look at it, you see that it is a um, a one-to-one copy to the candelabra that you are currently on with a small uh, letter um, uh, kind of folded in front of the ship in a bottle. I want to read it! Yeah, Tobin, immediately reaching for the Hold note. My, um, my computer's got to not die. Give me two seconds. Oh yeah, we can't can't let it die. Go 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 go. Run. I think this is my favorite part about their ship. I'm not gonna lie. I'm What'd you say, Chris? While that's going on, I'm casting unseen crafter to mend the assorted punch marks from my mithril fist in the in the mast. Okay. As that mends over for yourself, do you? I don't know. Feel a little bit better, but not much better. Just a little bit. I'd like to read. There the is note. catharsis. It is not complete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you begin to read uh, the letter. It says, uh, it, "The letter reads, my Adenau, my gift to you, the candelabra. Treat it well." It is fitted to each of your needs. Now, you might be wondering about the ship. Purely, merely, not purely, merely take um, the ship in a bottle off of the candelabra, and the candelabra will sink into the ocean until it is called upon again, and just to call upon it again, cast the bottle into the ocean, in a space that it will fit in very small brackets. Be swift. Let's throw it in a puddle. (laughs) 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 If you wanted to. (laughs) Instant barricade. Throw it inside of a barrel. Call that a oh no, let's wait, let's wait till it rains and throw it into a raindrop. <laughs> I don't think it'll work like that, guys. <laughs> Maybe it will. Oh, You'll have to try it. Or you might just again. shatter the bottle and lose your ship and all your belongings on it. Who knows? You'll have to find out. You never know. Uh, You'll have to find out, eh? So... All right, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, what else is in this room? Uh, there is a uh, a back uh, door that leads to a a small balcony. Um, overlooking the back of the ship, uh, it has a small, uh, well, not a, maybe not a small ramp, but a, a ramp for uh, your animals to get down with ease to the second level. As you guys traverse down these stairs and open up um, the the large double doors, you see seven 
rooms, three lining uh, the walls, and then one center one, and then uh, two staircases leading up uh, back to the top deck. Um, on each of the doors is um, is each of your names, but in your native language. Which one's mine? Um, yours has um, it, it has both common and Asherati in um, honor of your forge because it also had uh, the Asherati language underneath. You see one uh, purely in Asherati, one in common in Asherati, um, one in I think undercommon is what Drow speak, um, one in Druidic. And one in common and in um, whatever Beckett speaks. No, hmm. Infernal. Uh, not Beckett. Bubonic. <laughs> Why do you have such similar yeah. names? I'm going to kill like, your bird. Which, which room no! Uh, you are uh, the... Uh, in your... in Like, the way you're standing, you're the first, first door on the left. Cool. Uh, Orgolan's directly across. Um, Yonatan's beside Tobin's. Uh, Alistair's across from Yonatan's. Uh, Beckett and Knees, and then Calduin at the end. Hmm. And then uh, there's um, there's kind of the there's three rooms, and then there's a gap where there's a staircase going down and a staircase going up to the upper level, and then the the last room. Um, it's this is very quick. You go, go down to the the last level, and it's just pretty much an open hold for cargo. Can it fit our cart? <laughs> Can it fit your cart? Yeah, we have a cart. Don't remember where it is, but we have one. Where no in the world is our cart? Cartons. No one said they put the cart inside of the hole. We did not. No. No, we haven't had the cart since we've met you. It's it's somewhere. I think it's in Black or no. Uh yeah, it might be in Blackmere. Might also be oh, I yeah. think it's in Blackmere because you guys took the ferry to Port Jira and then you guys took the the carts they provided to the Esme Luma Festival. I'm pretty sure we asked the butcher to feed our uh horse, so Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's by our apartment. Yeah, you know, you guys have like a little parking space in there. I don't remember. Yeah, in, in an alleyway or something. Well, because the alleyways where the stairs are to get up there, right? I don't True. Think we don't go through the butcher shop, so I think we just have it parked in that alley. Yeah. Um, um, who wants first dibs? On what? Dibs. Who goes into their room first? Oh, me. Dibs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tobin, uh, you open. Uh, your door, and it's uh, you see, it's kind of in in kind of like a four square. You have one square uh, that's um, a small forging area, uh, a repair um, station for for any broken armor or uh, swords or of any kind. And then in the other corner, you see uh, a bookshelf and a small reading nook. Um, in the other corner, it's pretty much just an empty corner with a training dummy, just in the corner of the room. 
with enough space for you to use your sword uh, in training on the boat. And then a, a small cot and a chest in the other corner. Um, I'm going to take the book Kiriki gave me and put it on the shelf. As you slide it onto the shelf, you see um, you see it's already filled with a few different books. It's not f- uh, full, but the Paylor provided you with some uh, books on arcana, religion, uh, weapon mastery, craftsmanship, and, and all, all types of different uh, arts. There's there's a few art books books in there. Um, I'm also gonna take my armor off. Nice. Second dibs. Yonatan, second door on the left. You open up the door, and you your nose is hit with the smell of pollen and fresh flowers as you uh, look in to a gorgeous terrarium um, vines on the wall a beautiful moss uh, bed laid out uh, on the ground a a larger one beside uh, for uh, Peter Uh, these the the halls and the doors are big enough for uh, Peter and I think your automaton to fit through uh, I don't remember how large your automaton is. Is it large or medium? Alistair. Mine is large. Large, okay. Uh, so it can fit in like the back area, but it can't c- crawl through into the, the hallway. It can fit through the hallway, but it can't fit in the doors. But uh, as the griffin is more uh, nimble, he can maneuver himself into the door just fine. Huh. Um, Almost reminds me of home before it got burned to a crisp. And then the room catches on fire! Now you're closer to home than ever. Fantastic. Memories. Room catches fire? This is fine. This is totally fine. Uh, next dibs. Sure, I'll go. Sure, I'll go. Oh. (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors, right now. Rock, paper, scissors? Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, on shoot. Alright. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. You win. Alright, Beckett wins. Cool. Beckett. Uh, you step in your room, and it's just ink. It's just a vast darkness. No. It's the Batcave. It's the Batcave? <laughs> you just step in, is the Batcave. It's just the Batcave. But it's the 1966 one, the coolest one. Oh, fuck yeah, what's cool? With the, with the large, um, uh, I think it's like an atomic power generator in the back that everyone keeps falling into somehow every single episode. Yes. Don't ask me about my love for the 66 Batman series. Um, yeah. Um, you step into your room and it's a um, just an alchemist setup. Uh, you have uh, a few materials uh, and you have space uh, in your 
cupboards for more uh, more materials. There's a there's a cooling space in there for for anything that you can't have at room temperature. You have all types of burners and beakers and uh, mortar and pestles. And similarly to uh, Toman's room, just a small cot in the corner, and then uh, a, a, a not a reading nook, but just a chair in the corner for when you get mentally exhausted or possessed or, you know, whatever shenanigans you might get into. Whatever happens. <laughs> you know, gotta relax. Alistair, you step into your room, and it is almost like a factory. There, the Pretty much the whole room, except for the back corner, is lined with shelves. Uh, there's there's uh, basic material components uh, uh, to get you through uh, a couple of inventions. Um, and there's more space uh, for you to stock up. And then in the corner of the room, instead of having a cot, you have a space big enough to put your hole. Perfect. So you have storage up top, and then you just go into your hole. Bing, bang, boom. Unfold the hole, lay it out, good to go. Or golden. You step into your room, uh, and you uh, are immediately hit with with a chill. This room, uh, unlike the rest of the boat, is slightly colder. Uh, It's not the same cold as home, but it's... it does the trick. Um, the The back wall um, uh, that you immediately face uh, as you're entering through the door is painted in a beautiful mural of teal, magenta, and purple, uh, recreating uh, the crystalline caves uh, that you grew up around in Shadowguard. Uh, you see um, punching bags uh, kind of set off in a, in a corner. There's a couple of training dummies, um, a small workout area, and uh, a, um, a sleeping mat laid out on the ground. Uh, like you are the classic sleeping mat that you were used to uh, in the monastery. As I, go, I rooms, go up to the dummies and just start slowly warming up and punching him. Just speed bagging his nose. Just pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um. Yeah. After we're uh, um on the third day passes. Um, Yonatan on the upper deck, you are looking um, eastern. Uh, you guys are now right around here. Um, you look out, no, sorry, west. You're looking towards the west. As you see um, off, not in the horizon, but distant enough to not scare you, a large toiling storm with um, just out of uh, just from what you can see because it's a little far but you rolled really well you see a few jagged peaks of rocks within this uh, toiling almost hurricane level storm just off in the distance and it's it's, mysteriously there's no other clouds connecting to this storm it just seems 
out of place rather like the rest of the clouds. It's a beautiful, um, f- fluffy white clouds as, as the, the wind is strong in your sails. And the, the sky is, is bright as ever, but off in the distance, dark, toiling clouds off in the east. I'm Probably going placing to... it right about here. This okay. way. Uh, this, this way-ish. Alright, um, I'm going to... Uh, do I have a my own map? Um, like, on me... I think you do just have the map on you. I think you have yeah, the I think, map. Yeah, I think on you. you bought the map. So, or yeah, I think you've just been the map carrier this whole time. So yes, okay. you have uh, the, the the map on it. But there's also a map to... in the meeting room. Okay, I didn't mention that, uh, but now there is to, one. I'm going to take my personal map and I'm going to circle the approximate location of where that storm is. Just for future reference. And if you could send me a picture of the map, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, of course. You do that right now for you. Thank you. I'll just send it into the group chat again if that's cool. So then anyone who doesn't have a map can have a map. Absolutely. Into the group chat we go. Brand new fancy magical boat. Let's throw it in a puddle. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. What if you drank the ship out of the bottle? <coughs> Don't test me, man. <laughs> if it's all the same, I would like to propose a general meeting. Sure. Very well. Right. I'm gonna rush into the ovular room so or in the room so that I can get uh, a seat at like the end of the oval, which makes it look like I'm kinda sitting at the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> can I send like... Bubonic to go claim a seat at the other end? <laughs> we love our two work dads. <laughs> work mom, work dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I have been something of a unofficial member of uh, this group for the last few days. I believe that uh, I should be inside of a position to suggest that I engage in partnership with the lot of you for the purposes that, well, our motives align. Ah, I want to, so you want to I want join to Tobin this... Riem and Co. <laughs> yes. I, like I recognize, however, the fact that what I have to invest is probably more significant than what much of the company currently has available. So, to that end, in order to my role inside of this position. I feel as though it would behoove us to consider this more as an opportunity for you to operate 
as co-advertisers of the uh, Grey Clip brand. I have a counter offer. Oh. Um, if we become uh, co-advertisers for <laughs> your group, I would recommend that you become our uh, our the chief financial officer for uh, Tobin Riemann Company. He's not I'm touching my money. <laughs> no, that's okay. He just becomes our that end. I figure that the best way of advertising is through hands-on action and being able to hold product demonstrations. So to this end, I believe that it is best for me to divvy out a few of uh, the wares amongst the group. Hmm. As CEO of Tobin Riemann Co. Give me cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> also, I may I may be willing to um, include your um, your um, company on the boat if we were to say paint uh, some logos onto the boat. <laughs> but that is all in good time. <laughs> that is mobile bullet. advertising. I would yes. like to. Uh make use of the opportunity to uh, do some cobbling work on uh, your shoes in order to install my boot blade, which is capable of producing a smoking effect around your person. Mm. I figured that since you seem to be uh, a very hands-on individual, it would probably uh, do well to serve you inside of a close quarters environment. Um, yes. I'll, I'll, on that note of boots, Wes, I just want to make sure you didn't forget that you said my boots have another ability. I Even if it hasn't come up yet, I just want to remind you in case you forgot. And I would like to uh, suggest a counter reminder. <laughs> Could you guys remind me of what item I gave you at, at the beginning of the campaign so I can give you guys another ability because I completely forgot all these. <laughs> Remember when we all got gifts from the from Kit? I got boots. Yeah. He got boots that were made for walking. What else you guys get? Uh, I think Owen got some hand wraps, and I couldn't fucking tell you what the rest is. So let me know, because I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, that'll come up when I, you know, remember things. I think I Remind got me later, not right now. Okay. Beckett, I think that uh, under the circumstances, uh, I'd like to entrust you with the decanter uh, with both options of filters, either holy or uh, to acid at your disposal. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Uh, now, Tobin. Yes. I am going to continue using your uh, tool for now, at least while we're operating the ship, but I'd like to part uh, on to you my... Uh, my rod of guidance of the avatar, which will grant you a extreme level of precise skill inside of the use of assorted skill requirements as you progress. Mm. Neat. And finally, Yonatan. Oh, there. I am somewhat at a loss for what exactly would operate under the 
best circumstances for you, so I'm just going to offer you this uh, frog pendant. Uh, use it as a focus while casting, and it for uh, 30 seconds will uh, raise your uh, capabilities as a spellcaster f uh, by five levels. Oh, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I love it. Bear in mind that since these are just demonstration products, if you damage or destroy any of them, you are each individually on the hook for any expenses incurred. This makes yes. sense. We'll work these uh, advertising it, materials into the budget. It, In event it, of them breaking. Don't break them, guys! We're broke! <laughs> oh, don't worry. I, I think I have our, uh... I think I have any, uh, collateral damage money covered. Uh, whether through illicit means or otherwise. Sorry, I'm just trying to compose myself. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's, that's very considerate of you, Alistair. Uh, it's simply part and parcel with our uh, partnership. Having said that, if anything that uh, you desire to have crafted, I will happily do so, assuming that I am fronted the expenses for uh, all the materials consider it at half market price. Very nice. It's a damn good deal right there. Yeah. That is the best deal. trade deal in the history of deals in the his possibly in the history of ever. I feel compelled to withdraw the frog. <laughs> um, on the uh, mid-afternoon of the third day of travel uh, you see the island of Blackmere um, beating, beginning to crest over the horizon as you get closer you see the large bubble incantation um set over uh, the city of Blackmere, casting it in Eternal Night. Um, as you all approach the docks and crest through uh, the fog, um, the ship, uh, Alistair gracefully guides uh, the ship into port. As uh, Yonatan lowers the, the loading ramp onto the dock. You may proceed, and you guys are now in Blackmere. Okay, so as everybody's wrapping up, I'm gonna do, like, a little kind of whistle to, like, gather everybody here. I'll be like, okay, guys, we are um, running low on time here. We don't know. We saw a slight vision of Calduin. We believe he's alive, but we need to hurry things along. I say first... We stop by K's just to maybe get some information, make sure Safiri's going to be where we want him to be. Hopefully K's there, or somebody that knows. Um, and then we head through Blackmere, stop by to see Kiriki super quickly, and then um, be on our way. Is there any other stops we think we need to make before 
you know, might as well grab our cart, speed up some travel. Absolutely. Smart. Great idea. Well, we can also grab the rest of our stuff out of the apartment while we're there. Yeah, we can put it on the boat. Probably going to be more on the boat. Cool. All right, so... Uh, living on a boat. It's great. Everybody aware of the plan, then? All right, first let's head, let's head up to Kay's. Has um, you'll you'll like Kay, Alistair. Oh. If he's home. Yeah. Um, I think while we're at it, we're gonna take um take ten. We'll be back. Uh, as we go and f see if our friend Kay is in the Vampire Hill. <laughs> As uh, the Adenaul, uh with their newfound partnership with um, the Greycliff Industries, um, find themselves in the uh, everlasting, eternal, nighttime city of Blackmere. Um, Alistair, you're a, a magical inventor. You've gone. You've probably gone to Blackmere on several occasions to. Uh, require many, many, many uh, magical goods, or, or to sell your magical goods. Oh, yes. Uh, so you're familiar with this city, uh, but I'll, I'll give you uh, a run-through. So the the city is uh, cascaded in a, a dome. Uh, on the outside, it just looks like fog, but on the inside, it makes it eternally night. There are uh, large, bright, dancing lights uh, all throughout the main street, uh, lighting up the various uh, colorful, um, mismatched, um, magical shops of uh, Black Mirror. This is this is a safe haven to all types, arcane and mysterious creatures. All are welcomed. Um, no normies. There've been a few normies to go through here. Technically, Kay was a normie. No, he wasn't. He, he was a he cat lived person here. with a chunk out of his ear and a cool, huge gun. Yeah, no, okay. No <laughs> okay, but how normal can you get in a high fantasy world? You can just be some dude. What, like Hezekiah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was some That's dude. why he yeah. fucking died, is because he's just a normie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Adrian, you, you, Adrian watches a podcast and all you see is just like all the accounts just blocked. <laughs> like, can't text him, can't call him. A member has left the group. But you see your, Alistair, you see your party mates uh, stop off uh, at a a butcher shop of exotic, uh, different, well, some exotic, some not so exotic, uh, meats. Uh, it's also a, uh, uh, I think it's a sandwich place too, right? It's a deli? Yeah, it's a deli. Oh. But it's also a butcher shop. Uh, it's run by a very nice, uh, half minotaur, half person. Uh, but you guys don't enter through there. You just kind of look through the window and see him uh, serving his customers. But uh, you guys head down a small alleyway. You see... Uh, a v uh... So, Alistair, you consider yourself a bit of an artist. 
Absolutely. Can we go back for a second? Did you just say half Minotaur, half person? What's yeah. a Minotaur, Wes? Uh, it's a half... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there, is, there is a half Minotaur template. So I've, that's what I was thinking. That he so, was is he like, so is he like... A watered-down um, cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what he meant. <laughs> I don't know what I meant, dude. Is he a, just a Minotaur? <laughs> He might just be a Minotaur then. I don't know. Mini Minotaur. <laughs> um, you can <laughs> shut the fuck up, James. <laughs> you consider yourself a bit of an artist. This cart, you see, it's it's um, it's just a basic uh, one axle cart. Uh, but by the way, the boat's in my the, pocket. Okay. The paint job on this, it's like if someone <coughs> took camouflage paint, ate it, and threw it up on a cart to cover up other paint. And so you can see at some points the paint is, like, peeling. You can see, like, the original, like, black cart design underneath. This um, but this is an, an eyesore to you. I feel like I need to put it out of its misery. Sad little cart. It had such hopes. Such dreams. The wood creaks. Uh, yeah, don't worry about that. And then I'm gonna hop in and or hop in and just kinda pet the horse. <laughs> He's alive, guys. <laughs> Somebody's feeding him. Well, I I guess it's a good thing that Butcher shop didn't require horse meat? Ah, oh, no, we pay him. Oh, we're probably due for some rent. What do you say we move out of here, guys? <laughs> and, and when they say move out, let me, let's, let's, uh, as the party leads you up, up these, these, uh, exterior stairs, you're pretty sure it's just a, a fire escape, um, into this, this, uh, door and it leads you down a very narrow uh, tunnel that curves to the left and through a, a very very old looking door. This door has been here probably before the building has somehow. Figure that one out. <laughs> Real chicken and the egg that one. Um, you enter through this door um, you immediately sneeze as there is so much dust in this apartment there is one rickety old couch that looks like it's about to turn into ash. And then a few sleeping mats that have gained their own uh, dust bunny uh, villages. There's one spot near the couch that's less dusty than the others, as if some water melted there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you guys never heard of prestidigitation? Uh, I only, I've learned what magic is after we last were here, so... I have now. Don't know what their excuse is as I look at our other spellcasters. <laughs> it's not a spell I know or need. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm gonna like grab our sleeping bags and stuff, <laughs> or grab mine at least. <laughs> the few other knickknacks lying around as, yeah. as you gather those up and kind of 
and then just kind of have to hold your hold your nose as you run out of the room. As you fan out your old sleeping mats and roll them up. So, just so I have this absolutely clear, you had an entire apartment, and you were sleeping in bedrolls. We um. I have a hole in my backpack, and I have a full-sized bed, and underneath that level, I have a luxurious bath and toilet option. I, I mean, this place might have a bath. I don't know. We did. We um, last time I was here, I didn't spend a lot of time conscious. Um, I was living on the streets before this, so like. Yeah, we, and we were kind of worried about each other, so we just like to stay close, you know? We you know, having, hold our hands. We, we, yeah, weird dreams and shit, so. <laughs> I was stuck in some ice, that's why the floor is, like, not dirty in that one spot. Uh, it's probably moving. But, uh, we've got a boat now, so... Let yeah. me go. Um, let me go pay our, my pay our dues to the kind um, butcher down there. Uh, so I'm gonna go see the butcher. Does anyone mind if I uh, go shopping and pick myself up a nice little piece of equipment? Um, go for it. Yeah, we'll do our business in town first, then we'll go see Kay. Then. Okay. I don't mind at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to start by going down to pay the butcher because it's been probably about a month. <laughs> you open up the, the door, you hear that, ting, the, the bells overhead. Do it, Wes. Tobin stares as the Minotaur coughs silently. Somehow. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, what's going on, um, Toby? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're good now. Um, thanks for giving us a place to stay. I'm going to kind of give him the gold that was for rent. Here's thanks for feeding our horse. And um, here's your keys. I think we're good now. We got a boat. You got a boat? Yeah. I'm going to show him the, <laughs> the bottle. How are you going to fit on there? Ah, we'll figure it out later. Thanks. Oh. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't even. He turns to uh, his dwarven coworker as they're leaving. I don't even think they. I didn't even think they moved in. <laughs> um. Alright, let's go see Kiriki. Well, uh, wait, wait. What kind of store do you need, Alistair? What are you looking for? Um, I'm looking to get my hands on a wand bracer just for the sake of keeping everything contained and being able to have a few. <clears throat> options on demand i know just the store yep. and we want to go there anyways excellent uh let's go to kiriki's shop yeah uh oh yeah uh, a few doors down you uh stop by a store called kiriki's kirinky dinks 
various magical uh, pendants and items are on display out the out the front window. Do you you step through the uh, magenta painted door? As as you uh, step in, it's uh, there's a small like display area. Uh, there's uh, in, in the center of the room. There's uh, there's a table uh, with various uh, things and price tags. Uh, along uh, the right wall is uh, swords and armor, and on the left left wall is is more trinkets and smaller based items. Um, there's more like pocket sized items just below uh, the uh, the large. Uh, counter kind of separating the uh, storefront area to the back little open work area. You see a, uh, a very cluttered uh, workbench on the on the back uh, right hand side. Um, you see um, on the the right hand wall, you see there's a, a massive bookshelf with very chaotically placed books. Um, right to the back, you see uh, a kind of like a not a double door, but a two doors that go into the same room. Um, as you enter through the door, all you see is a puff of black smoke uh, emit from the back room, out, uh, toiling out into uh, the front work, work area. Ow! Bother! I'm gonna go, go up to the front desk and kind of like look over and be like, Kirky. Is that... I never forget a voice. Mr. Riemann, as he comes out covered in soot. This is a tiny gnomish man. Smaller than your average gnome. Um, as he, he walks over, you see two mage hands uh, following behind him, carrying a large, very large book. What you doing? Um, I was trying to figure out how to... Oh, I don't want to talk about it. What do you want? What have, what have you been? What have you been doing? I, I missed you. Um, you didn't call. What? Hi, guys. <laughs> wow. did, did you guys forget the, the setting stone I gave you? You know, uh, direct line? Right here? I'm just going to kind of feel around in my bag feel the sending so and be like, oh, we've just been, um, busy, and then kind of, like, move it to, like, a more accessible pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what can I help you with today? As he claps his hands together and soot flies off of his hands. And oh, <laughs> um, where to start? Where to start? Well, I, uh, I read that book you gave me. Very good book. Um, good read? Need another one? Oh, I got uh, this one, and I'm gonna show him Galathar's book. I met the guy. I met a guy who made some um, inscriptions in that last book he gave me. Yeah, uh, well, you can read the name on the Galathar. I'm sorry, met. Uh, like I said, we've like. been busy. We've went to the Aether Wilds. Um, very briefly. He just shuts down. He, he's blasphemized. Uh, the uh, resurrection doesn't really exist, so if you tell someone you've gone to the afterlife, it, it sends them for a bit of a well, world. I said, uh, you know, uh, living only for a bit, because, you know, living souls can't stay there very long, but uh, 
talked to Galtha, cool guy. Um, yeah, he gave me this book. Um, um, told you to say, uh, I was told to tell you hi. <laughs> I think my great, great, well, great, um, to tell like, uh, granddad knew him. Yeah, exactly. That's, um, that's why he was, he was uh, definitely happy that the business was still in the family. <laughs> um, let's see. Met Paylor while we were there. Uh, what else? What else? <laughs> He's just kind of like skipping over that as a. <laughs> um, we met the Nature Sages. Anything else, guys? <laughs> um, like Beckett got deathly sick while we were there. Oh yeah, Keldwin the got kidnapped. If, yes, if, if we haven't been here since then. Um, did you guys fight Jeshima before or after you guys you saw him last? I feel like before or before. Like, I feel like we've seen him since then, because I kind of had, like, my sort of magical awakening after that, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay. Cool. Um, so, no slain demigods this no, time? No, that's our next stop. That's our next stop. You know what? It's better not to ask. Uh, Just yeah. be safe. Duh, that's the hope. Um, yeah. Possible gotta... deniability. Um, well, hope you're doing well. Our friend here is looking for some, something. Alistair, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, you've met a new friend. You, yes, uh, you look Alistair. like an adventurer of sorts. Uh, I, I dabble inside of the arts. Uh, I'm really looking for a, uh, a, uh, wand bracer. Just something that I could slide a couple of, uh, spare wands in just so that way I can have them quick on demand by flicking the finger. Of course! Uh, kind of opens up a drawer, slams it closed. Open up another drawer, takes it, slams it closed. Um, I had one. Kind of looking over at the display items, confusion on his face as he kind of wipes soot off of his face. And, Can I scry? <clears throat> I'm gonna scry. I'm gonna help Cherokee out and scry for a location of a wand bracer. All right. <laughs> uh. Okay. What do I make? What check do I make for that again? Scry. Uh, I don't know. I'll just say you you scry, and uh, I got a you, natural twelve. If that helps, um, you look towards uh, a, a cupboard um, in the in the back uh, near the the right door, the left door. Um, As is you, you see the uh, faint magical aura glow around uh, the wand bracer. Oh, um, I believe it's in that one drawer in the back by the door on the left. Oh, 
Where did I put it in there? Huh. And he goes and collects it, uh, climbs up uh, a little ladder onto his stool, and places it uh, onto uh, the the bench. And um, now, this is my only one, and so uh, I'm kind of inclined to sell it for a little bit more expensive. But I am willing to haggle. How much are you willing to buy it for? Uh, I, I was thinking that uh, we'd be going for something in the range of two fifty. Um, can you do three? Yes, I think I could do three. Uh, do you okay. Plat. I do. Excellent. Lays out thirty platinum. Stare at it like I've got gold, but I've never. Said I don't often see platinum coins. Yonatan's uh, um, something in the back of your mind flicks as you see these platinum pieces on the table as you remember your thieving days and your starving days where, you know, the, what you would do just to steal a few, just to steal a few silver. What would have you would what would you have done if you saw this? That um, little thought flickers in your mind. Oh, my eyes are lighting up like Christmas trees at seeing all of this platinum, all these platinum coins, and I'm just like, oh, if I just had a couple of those back then, oh, I'd be a made man. Bearing in mind that the average commoner makes about uh, one silver a day, so that's about 36 and a half gold a year, and I just dropped about 10 times that onto the table. I would have had it made, man. Holy. Money counted up, and uh, he takes a small little string out, measures it, uh, focuses for a moment as you see the decanter grow to the size of your arm. As he uh, uh, kind of holds it out in front of you. Ah, bestows it to you. Slide up the sleeve, uh, showing off the myth, uh, mithril arm of Nier. There we go. And now I just need to tie it off to the fingers. And it's ready to eject. Excellent. Fantastic. Can I help any of the rest of you out this fine afternoon? I was going to see about looking at some uh, druidic wares, if you have any around. I have this frog pendant. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Do you now? That'd be a, that'd be a really interesting... Uh... And the name's spelled differently. It's... it's uh... I O N T T A N. <laughs> yes, um, how much would this be? No, I was kidding. Um, God, I'm too funny sometimes. Sorry, I just had to go for a classic callback. Um, uh, 
with druidic prayers. Um, I'm not sure what I have. What, what would you be? Uh, what are you in the market for? What are you thinking? Um, uh, something to um, enhance my magical capabilities. Uh, maybe get me some more powerful spells, or maybe something to attune me to nature more, so that I can be more effective. Druidic spells, something of the sort. Um, something like a, a spell focus, or um, like something that can make me um, like have more inherently powerful nature magic. Um, I'm not sure if I could do that for you today. I, I don't think I could... It has been a while since I've been in the library, and I couldn't go for another good read. Uh, maybe I could read up on some druidic magic, uh, but I'm not sure if I could... Okay. Help um, you with that right now. No problem. Do you think I could browse just in case? Of course, of course. Okay, thank you so much. For, for what you need. Absolutely. I'm going to search for what for a item that increases my druid spellcaster level. Get good. <laughs> um, I honestly, I don't think I can. Or like, any druid have that. Browse druidic items and see what uh, I can what's do. what's your um ability modifier you would use for your spellcasting uh wisdom wisdom um you can find a um a laurel of wisdom i think that's what it is you know the flower crown is that a laurel Sure, a small metal circulate yeah. um, that just gives um, a plus one circumstantial bonus to your wisdom modifier when rolling for a spell. Okay. Um. Oh, the the the, the smarty hat I call it. Oh, um, yes, the, the smarty hat. Yes. Well, how much are you willing to spend today, Mister Yonatan? Um, would you consider 225? Uh, I could drop that to two for you. 200? Just 200? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, that, that works. As I'm gonna hand him over 200 gold pieces. All right. Well, anyone else? I was mostly just here to say hi, but uh, I don't. So I don't think so. Oh, but uh, check this out. Uh, and then Tobin's gonna concentrate real hard and cast a mage hand. 
your mage hand forms as his light, his eyes light up with excitement. Doman, I've that checks his wrist for some reason. He that is incredible. I've never seen someone learn that so fast, especially from going from a non non magic user. And that's very impressive. I'm gonna Have dig, you mastered any other spells? Yeah, I'm gonna dig through my book and I'll be like, yeah, the reason I um knew it was him when we met him was because of uh, the book he had and here and I'm gonna scroll through and find a kind of find his notes that he wrote on that um, like ice dagger spell and be like, uh, this one. It it seems more complicated than it is really with his notes and the thing. I was able to figure it out no problem. You figured that out? Yeah, the the notes were pretty straightforward. Although when I talked to him, he said it was only um, a theory, really. But uh, that whole section of the book is serious. Really? Huh. Well, this one. I mean, that's not what what Galathar was known for, anyways. Right. Wow. I mean, we all know that story. He kind of his gets a takes a somber note for a moment and says, "Anyways, uh, I'm gonna go get washed up and gotta go try to fit a chicken in a. I don't want to talk about it." He's just making a turducken in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too fucking funny. Stop that shit. Alright, well, thank you, Kirikiri. A pleasure as always. Um, I hopefully see you again soon. Um, talk to me anytime. Shakes us the sending sound again. Uh, I'll hold it up this time and be like, yes, uh, of course. Okay, goodbye. As he kind of dashes back off to the back. Right. Uh, shall we go see K? Yes, absolutely. All right, we're going to head up to Vampire Hill Manor. All right. Uh, I'll be like, oh, leaving. Alistair, please um, stay about your wits as we pass through Graveyard. Oh? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Don't, um, don't listen to him. I'll give him a little nod. What should I not do? Uh, listen to anything they say, really. Just uh, stay in the car. Who are they? Oh, you know, all of them. Hey. <laughs> uh, That's just, all you need to know. You know, it's uh, name's a little self-explanatory. You know, the spirits uh, in there, you know. They uh, they like to oh. trick wandering um, travelers. Uh, okay, Once you get then. used to it, it's really no problem. You know what? Maybe I'll spend my time inside of the cart, inside my hole, at the very bottom. But Where then I don't tend to agree well. Well, yeah, sure. You can uh, stay in your hole. We'll let you Sounds know when, good. when you're there. Or when All right. There. All right. Let's, uh, All right. Let's go. Uh, fast travel. Uh, you guys... Speed run through the forest, down the hill, uh, across the little path of uh, the town, uh, the the dilapidated, uh, vacant, uh, small township of Graveyard. 
um, as uh, the road kind of winds up uh, a large hill uh, towards a large dark manor made of dark woods and dark stones. Uh, the red curtains in each of the windows all drawn. So drawn would drawn be open or drawn? Drawn be closed? Did you draw the curtains? I'm not sure. Honestly. <laughs> I believe it's open. Thanks. <laughs> but I'm also drawn, the dumb one here. Open. So. Yeah. Drawn. Uh, you know, all right. Erased. It's the opposite of drawn. I don't know. Uh, closed. The curtains are closed. Let's let's go with, with simple words because big words make my brain hurt. Uh, well, even though it's a five-letter word, but that's okay. Um, after uh, approaching uh, the manor, the cart kind of uh, turns around the circular driveway towards the front of the house. So, uh, Alistair summoned from his pit. Yeah, just stick my head in and I go, we're here! <laughs> okay, I'll be up in a second, just fitting my arcane etcher inside of one of these holes. There we go. All right. Um, as you all approach the manor, you see uh, absurdly large doors with uh, the like door rings about seven feet high and massive. You guys approach the door. You see the doors slowly uh, begin to open. As on either side, um, the rest of you are familiar with, uh, with the, the Bloodhound Guards, but uh, you see um, masked combatants. You see one with a, with a large sword um, on his hip, and the other one uh, has uh, uh, it's a, a woman with a, a gun in a holster and a, a shorter sword on, on her hip. As uh, seeing Tobin first, say they first, uh, you know, just nod and seeing, um, uh, but upon seeing Alistair, they reach for their weapons as they, they half draw the weapons. He's with us. He's not harmful. Say silently, sheath their weapons. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Uh, so we're just kinda, I'm just going to kind of trot in there whistling. <laughs> Um, a little jumpy your friends are. Eh, acquaintances. Yeah. If that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair's yeah. immediately more terrified. Where are we? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. As you shout, okay, down the hallways, you see the door to his study open. As uh, you see a... Um, He's a, a tabby catfolk with his uh, left ear uh, half torn off and his right eye sewn shut. Or left eye, right right ear, left eye. That's what it is. Um, he wears a, a long blue coat uh, with a uh, with a gold uh, ornate trimming on. Uh, along the bottom and along the sleeves and along the uh, the opening of the, the coat, he leaves it open. 
Uh, he just kind of has uh, the sash that goes along with the, this robe just kind of draped around his shoulders. Uh, underneath, you see uh, a brown leather jacket, black pants, and combat boots. Um, can you rule me a history check? Whom? Alistair. I don't believe that I actually have history as one of my uh, as one of my class skills, but uh, nevertheless, I'll be able to go with. Uh... All right, so that is a thirteen. A thirteen. Yeah, um, you're not all too familiar uh, as you uh, growing up in the kingdom of, of Mar Marswell. You've only uh, ventured to the Nudarian Empire a few times, and if that. Um, only really the coastal city of Blackmere and maybe Arist for uh, some of your larger bulk industrial goods. Uh, but otherwise, you, you generally stick to the, the southern re regions uh, of Marswell and uh, the Farhaven Isles. But um, you are vaguely familiar with, with the politics. Um, you, you're not like super up to date on it, but you can tell um, just by uh, what he's wearing. This is a robe of the Lore Keepers. Um, five um, uh, elite wizards that kind of run the arcane uh, aspect. You know, there's uh, there's the Elder Lore Keeper, the Holy Lore Keeper. The Friar Lore Keeper, the God Touched Lore Keeper, and damn it. I thought I didn't have to go into my notes. Apparently I do. Uh, the Elder, the God Touched, the Friar, the Holy, and the Scroll Master. You're familiar with the Scroll Master uh, as he lives uh, in the um, the university town of the Esme Luma Royal Academy. So, giant uh, city spanning uh, school that has uh, classes in arcane combat and academics. But yeah, you you see he's, he wears the robes of the Lore Keeper, which um, as you as I said, kind of familiar with. You know that the Lore Keepers are supposed to be anonymous, as you are face to face with a man wearing a Lore Keeper's robe. Well, I offer him a deep bow, in respect of his position and authority. Oh, um, no, don't do that. Hey, I'm Kay. Reaches out his, his hand. Alistair Greycliffe. Greycliffe. Uh, Industries, right? Yes, yes. Yep. He partnered with our uh, Tobin Riemann Co. Well, congratulations. Um, Business is booming. We're glad you're home. You were here, what, seven, seven years ago when you, when you had your little pop-up pop shop? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, small, small world, I guess. Yes, yes. 
It's um been a while. How's everyone doing? But, um, I think we need to have a chat. Uh, yeah, I I think so. And Ember just pops up in Jonathan's hand. It's just like, that's what happened. He's feeling better. As well, um, I have food, drink, um, a healthy amount of. Nope, never mind. Come into my study, or uh, do you guys want to go eat? What are you? What are we thinking? Um, I'd like. To go into the study personally. Yeah, let's talk. It's much warmer in there. See, and, gestures you all to walk into the study. Sorry, go and, on. Uh, much more private, that is. Yeah. Fair. Well, uh, in regards of privacy, it's probably another reason we should have a chat. Uh, we're on uh, a skeleton crew here with the Bloodhounds. I've dispatched most of my agents. Um, we'll talk about it inside. Right. Oh, um, Greycliff. Um, I got my my foot in you know a lot of different pies. Um, I run this Not like sure secret order right, of. Yeah. I run this secret order of assassins who wield blood. It's it's complicated. They're called the Bloodhounds. Oh, lovely. Yeah, you'll be fine. Okay. Most of them are friendly, um, somewhat. Somewhat. Well, you're not dead, and they didn't know you at the door, so. Oh, I'll, I'll take that as the best respect. Exactly. To the study. <laughs> All right. I think it was Alistair in the study with uh, the decanter. <laughs> nope. Because I didn't have the decanter. Ah. Um, and I got to play Clue again. It's Colonel a fun game. Mustard in the bathroom with the uh, Paylor's tear. <laughs> <laughs> um. As we sit in the study, we're going to go on a second 10 minute break because I called the last one a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, as uh, Kay and the Adenu Naul uh, file into the warmly lit study, you can see uh, very cleanly kept uh, bookshelves lining the walls, um, uh, a few uh, couches and, and chairs around a, a small coffee table. Kind of yeah, sitting in a uh, almost a, a horseshoe shape, facing uh, the crackling fire. Um, you see, uh, just off um, in the corner, there is there's a door that the rest of you know leads into the great hall. Um, there's a small table beside it with a with a, a few mugs and a teapot. As uh, Kay heads over and pours out mugs for you all and gives you each uh, a cup of tea. He makes his way into his uh, larger uh, 
It's like a pale yellow chair. Um, it's with like a large high back. Uh, and he uh, you know, sits down, lights up a smoke, and says, All right. Who's on first? So, is the last time we saw Kay the, when we put Jeshim no. in the spire? Yeah. Okay, so, let's see, what have we done since then? Like, I remember the most recent stuff, I'm just trying to think if there's anything. Did we go right to Luara after that? Or was um, I can kind of give you a quick bridge on where we, where we went from... Uh, episode 31, which was the climax of the Jeshima fight. Uh, you guys made your way through New Orleans City uh, up to Lulara. Oh, New Warren is that where we... That's where we first met uh, Kamal's, right? Or is that... Uh... You... What city was that? Yeah, I guess that was New Orleans City. Was that when we first met him, or was that, uh... Yeah, that would have been everyone's okay. first experience with Cavallis. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that was New Orleans City. Um, and then you went to uh, Lulara to do um, the Crimson Cleaver deathmatch against Savelle. Mm -hmm. As well as the living blasphemy encounter, uh, where you guys chatted with Gwen, and Gwen went off to uh, uh, find the retriever, while you guys uh, set off on your journey to find the nature sages. Which yeah, there you can put the pieces together. All right. So after we left you to um... wait, when did we? Uh... So that's when we first met. Cavallus, when did he kidnap Caldwin? I, th I think twice. that was. I thought did you meet him twice? Us. We got our... Oh, yes, you did. That was uh, episode 33. So that was also in New Orleans City. So that, that was pretty much um, like uh, a couple of hours later. You, you first encountered him in his um, hidden form with the, the white dude with the scar. And then later he revealed himself as the the red tiefling Cavallus uh, and kidnaps uh, Calderon. Was there not another time we were pickpocketed by him before? I swear that wasn't the first time we met him. Was that, that was really the first time we met him? Yeah, we got pickpocketed at like a party, didn't we? Yeah, at the festival or something, I thought. Yeah. I don't know, I swear we met him before. I can't place when when you did, but did we? so I am not sure. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure. I'm going to say no. Huh. Weird. Okay. Um, well, after Jeshima, we went to New War to New Warren City, where we had a run-in with Cavallis, who. As you can see, wait, we would have, he would have known about that, because when did Nies join our party, right? Like, like, because Nies came with us after that. So he'd know that much. 
Did you guys go back to Black Mirror after that? I don't know, but we how did we get news <sighs> to join our party? It must have been at least like sent out or something. I think um Didn't Mr. Kiriki and Knees conspire that? Hmm. I think they talked to Knees uh, to Knees on Ascending Stone or something. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. Um, Kavalas uh, gave you Ascending Stone to talk to Knees, and then Knees uh, talked to K, and then okay, so, came over. So, yeah, so he so knows, he knows bare bones. Calvin was kidnapped. Right. But um, okay. that's like the the information that you gave to knees through knees to K. So he knows very little. So you can just explain it. Okay. So we went to New Warren City, where we were pickpocketed. We later found this pickpocket, and we faced him. Turned out to be Cavallus. He kidnapped Calduin. Uh, he kicked our butts. We were very not ready for that. Um, then we. Where did we get the riddle from? Like, who did we talk to that helped us figure that Holy out? Oh, was Lord that a cyber? Or no, the, yeah, the horror. Right, okay. So then we go. Is that why we went to Lilara at the beginning? Or, like. I think you mean it was. Yes. Okay. So then from there, we're like. We needed to get information, yeah, because we needed information on Paylor's tier, because he said the only way we'd get him back is if we gave him Paylor's tier. So we go to Lulara to talk to the Holy Lore Keeper. The Holy, Holy Lore Keeper, um, we have a chat with her, she tells us about the Paylor's tier. Obviously we're not going to give him the Paylor's tier, but um, he, um, she gave us some information about possibly how to... Uh, basically a riddle on how to put him in his spire like we did with Jeshima. So then we, after we talked to her, we did some stuff with um, the Crimson Cleaver. I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh, <coughs> turns out I've been goal, there a few times. Turns out our Golan sister is mixed up in that stuff. Um, he got his butt whooped. Um, by a sister who also may be working with Esme, uh, or not Esme, I keep calling her Esme, the, the queen of, um... Uh, Ravana. Ravana. I don't know why I keep, could just, too many, um... We didn't investigate that any further, that's the only problem. Yeah. We left the second Yeah, well, thing. we had stuff to do, um, and then yeah. we ran into a living blasphemy, I think Gwen called it. Um... It was, uh, well, yeah, we fought this weird, like, living portal that was transporting stuff from the, um, what I assume to be the, uh, Everdark. Not good. Um, Gwen, uh, we ran into Gwen. I don't know if you've talked to him since then. He's chasing after the, um, what'd you call it? The Retriever? Yeah. Um... So there's those guys are running around, not good. Uh, after Lulara, we went to we um, talked to a lady who helped us figure out where the nature sages were. She brought us to Marswell, where we went and s sought out the nature sages. As you can see, um, 
Yonatan has ability. Uh, Yonatan has powers again, and is not bad with fire anymore. It turns out he's a. Uh, what do you, what, what do they call you, Yonatan? Fallen Star or some some. Uh, I had it. I think I have it written down somewhere. Well, we'll come, we'll come back to you. You look for that. Uh, after we found out some stuff about him, he got good. We, well, first we ran into this guy. He, we ran into him on our way to uh, go see the nature stages. He just tagged along. He's he, he's good fun. Um, then we uh, went to this random place that had sunlight, even though it was a dark forest. And here's where it gets interesting. We ended up alive, but sorry. Um... This, this is where it gets interesting, right? Yes. That's that's what you're telling me. Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> then we um. We're in the Aether Wilds. Um. I'm gonna put Galathar's book on the thing um you showed us this statue i don't know if you knew him but we ran into this guy named galathar old friend yeah he's uh he seems to be doing all right down there. in there over there down there um anyways he helped uh, he guided us to find our thing or to to our destination um what on our way, we were able to talk to Calduin in some sort of weird way, so it seems he's still alive, which is good. Um, and we met up with uh, Paylor. Paylor the Pappas. And speaking of Paylor, um, I uh, I am being taught by uh, Pay. I was being taught by Paylor and the Nature Sages to become uh, an Angel of Autumn. Oh, yeah. So, he, we talked to him for a while, um, just kind of asked him any lingering questions. He helped us figure out some information about possibly how to seal Cavallis. So... That brings us to why we're here to see you. Um, he uh, he told us to seek out Safiri, who may be able to help us find the spire. Is that why we wanted to go see him? Find the spire? Yeah. We, yeah. Who could possibly help us find Cavallis' spire so that we may um, put our new knowledge into use and uh, take him out so that we can save our friend. Any questions? Wow. Kind of wow. Well put. Um, did you see Ragnar's temple? Uh, yes. When we were, it was a big, beautiful palace. Uh, inside? We did not go. We didn't go inside. Didn't we? <clears throat> no, we did not. We were not ready to be judged. You've missed a treat. Um, it is beautiful. Well, hopefully, in very due time, long time from now, we will uh, get to see it. 
be judged well, but um, we were on borrowed time being living souls in the Aether Wild. It did look very beautiful, though. I was there once. It's probably shorter than your journey in there, but... I do remember it fondly. Seemed kind of, like, almost subconsciously stroking Galathar's name. Um, well, that was a lot. It's kind of cool. We met Paylor. Yeah. I've heard he's nice. He's very nice. Um, we, we thought so, at least, kind of looking at uh, Alistair. <laughs> well. He gave us a boat. That was cool. Uh, show him the bottle. <laughs> that. That is cool. Kind of like looks at it, smirks. Uh, he he kind of gives Alistair kind of just like an understanding look, and motive. yeah, he says, uh, "Sense you know, motive." The unlucky few uh, have their battles with the gods. I feel for you, Alistair. I too feel. As if I'm caught in the Celestial's wake. I appreciate that I'm not the only one that holds this sentiment. We, we don't all need have to a part the in the story ego. to play. But we all have a part in the story to play, my young friend. And whether they wish to or not, the gods too have their own duties to the timeline. But I understand your grievance. Fuck, they're annoying. Um, well, a few things. Uh, let's talk about blasphemy first. That seems like fun. Um, congratulations on surviving. I almost died. He almost oh. killed me. Oh. I almost I killed you twice. And then did it again. But it's cool. He, we fixed him. <laughs> I I almost died twice. Uh, once from the uh, from the manifestation of the Everdark, uh, rotting my corpse away, and then the second time from the blasphemy itself. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, what do you want to know? Or... Safiri and the Spire, we could do that next. That seems like fun. Yes, that's... Uh, um, reaches into the desk and grabs uh, a small uh, stone with runes on it and uh, hands it to Tobin. Uh, that is a waystone. That should lead you to your destination. Perfect. Uh, from there, Safiri will be able to help you more than I. What I can tell you is that Spire has been inactive for a while. That The doors have not been opened or closed. Hmm. Um, if you feel that is where your journey is leading you, then please, your, your gut feeling is probably correct. Can we... Um... 
go over quickly, especially since it's not like posted. So, I, well, I guess I could probably watch it. But um, what was it that Paylor said about the um, the riddle? I can't remember exactly what he said. Um, his heart is his greatest uh, possession. Right. Okay. He will never reveal it to anyone. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. The doors have been closed for a long time, but so the spires—they are—are they only there? Um, like that's how they can be trapped, or is it also like a source? Like, what exactly are the spires? They're like. Traps, but also like a, a conduit of sorts. Like, um, like a source of power, like. Um. Like. Uh, potentially, you... it's a dangerous source of power. It's. It's, in layman's terms, it's a landline to the Everdark. Okay. Um. The darkness attracts the demigods, um, but they are also not built by us. Right. Uh, they've been here for a very long time in the Boundless Shores, since before time was time. And it's... Uh, do we know, so is it his power that's keeping it shut? Is he actively stopping it from being entered? Do we know? Like, um, like how can it just not be active while he's out here doing things? Well, that's maybe something to find out. Um, I'm, I don't know. I will be transparent with that. Um, I've only ever seen Jeshima escape through the doors the, the first time. Well, maybe not seen in person, but I've seen the, the open doors, the, the souls pouring in. There. So... This is all mumbo-jumbo creation of the world. Um, the Everdark is both a living thing and a place. Shit. Okay. So if these... You good? Yeah. Yeah. If these um, <clears throat> landlines are open, it's a direct conduit for the souls to enter into the boundless shores, and not not good souls, but the souls we deem too dangerous to enter the Aether Wilds, and so we expel them back to the creator, to the Aether Wilds, to be consumed in the, the mass void of the Everdark. Um, 
So these are they're, they're very dangerous things. They, they it could be anything awaiting you within that spire. So, um, so when the Everdark, when I was being influenced by the Everdark, would that have made me like kind of a doorway in a sense at the time? Yes, that's how. That that uh, thank you. That was um, what I was going to bring up. So the living blasphemy you fought is. Tobin said is correct. It is uh, a living portal. Um, but these conduits are the most stable connection to the Everdark. Right. Uh, regardless of these... Um, is there any other um, dark, Everdark experiences during your journeys? Can you, yeah, like, oh yeah, cough it up, Wes. What big ones are we forgetting? Cough, the, the dark sunrise to the southeast. Cough. Oh, I didn't see that, so that's not on me. <laughs> Yonatan cough. Oh, yes. Um, there was, like, a, there's a dark sunrise um, from the from a southeastern uh, direction not too long ago. Were you near Farhaven? I'm going to try to recall that information. Yes, you were. Uh, yeah, yes, that's, we were in uh, Farhaven at the time of the dark sunrise. His face changes from a, a, a calm, maybe almost uh, bewildered but intrigued face to a face of worry. So, we'll, we'll get back to your story. I, I have a few things to mention. Um, Orgolan, we did run uh, a few missions on locating Savelle. First, because yeah, I care about you how is the ass whooping? Can we not talk about that? No. All right. Still in pain from that. Um, well, she, like, again, Tobin said, um, she's on the payroll of Queen Ravana. Um, currently located in Palos um, at the the Imperial estate of you know Killian right on uh, uh, new Darian uh, Natives, uh, I think you cr you cringe a little at, at, at him just calling him by his first name. Killian is is the emperor of New Daria, by the way, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Um, as they are currently in um, confidential uh, talks. At the royal estate. 
Is the tier safe as far as we know? Uh, that's the next thing I was going to bring up. And I was almost hoping that you guys were behind it. You guys didn't do anything to the tier? What the fuck happened to the tier? On a scale from... I, I don't think there's a better way than me to say it than it's just gone. Sense motive? We're, we're gone. Go for it. We're gone. I was, I was hoping you guys might be able to enlighten me. Nat 20? Nat 20? Uh, he's been transparent this entire conversation. Nice. He understands, you know, now is, is the time... Uh, you know, to, to give answers and to start making moves, and so he is being completely open and honest with everyone right now. Okay. Um, do the lore... Have you talked with the lore keepers on any possible whereabouts of the tier? Um, we were the first to be notified. Um, poor Vad, she, uh, she's a little... Um, distraught about it. I think she, she can't finish her book. I bet. She's a very passionate little thing about that a tear. It supposedly it was, the tear was supposedly in the most secure place in the area, correct? And it stays secured and untouched. Yet the tear is gone. Okay. So it wouldn't have been taken without anyone noticing. Like, nobody went, goes in or out without anybody noticing? The doors have not moved. And hmm. considered that it, uh, by those rules, it could have been an inside job? Or is there, uh, is there any reason there, it might have been? There is, um... Uh, a plethora of fail-safes all throughout the Emperor's Vault. Now, is there anybody... None of them were sprung. So, okay, so... somebody. And no, no one would know uh, how to get past each of them unless they knew in um, their minds. Uh, each of the different puzzles, each of the different traps were built by a lore keeper. Hmm. Uh, and yeah. kept a secret. Uh, yeah. Even between each other, we we do not tell how what our trap is or how to get past it. That is a troubling discovery. And I'm going to throw this out there. I presume no one has succeeded in locating it via divination means. It's untraceable. Is not good, not good, not good, not good, not good, not good. Um, um, anything else we didn't cover? 
Oh, um, Far Haven. Um, so as I said, I'm, I'm running uh, on a skeleton crew right now uh, because I've dispatched all my agents to a similar event that you all experienced in the Lulara, but we got there late. But it's been... Um, it's been too long and I haven't even heard words from any of my teams and I sent two teams in. Rescue mission. We don't have time Send. for a rescue mission. His team is confident. Competent. If we did, we would, but he knows we can't. Um. Okay. Um, what do you guys think is the number one priority here? I don't know anymore. The uh, We don't know how to gain access to the Spire, although we think it's the key to taking down Kavalis. We could go find Sephiri, maybe he has some knowledge on it. We um, could go try and storm the Eye of the Storm and get killed by Kavalis. We could go try and save Kay's friends, get killed by whatever's going on over there. We're, uh, our options aren't looking great. I you know what? To you propose... put it out loud, it does sound like a lot. I would like to propose a non-option. Okay. Let, let's leave the Spire. If it was capable of being tapped for found power, then wouldn't the... wouldn't the forces of evil have already stormed it in order to draw from it? So therefore... Right now, it's sitting neutral on the board. Yeah. It's better to leave it that way. Well, so we need a way to fight this demigod in order to mm -hmm. save Kaldwin. The mm -hmm. last demigod that we fought, we beat by activating the spire, essentially, and trapping her back in there. So with but this... Go ahead. The one caveat with that, Kay interjects... Cheshima was already weak. Um, if if what you say is true, Kavalis is working at full power right now. Which in your... Why was Cheshima weak? Um, pass. <laughs> Sense motive. Like One more time. He just doesn't want to answer. Like he just he just did straight up just says pass. Then how I'm... how we need to weaken Kavala somehow? Then maybe like see what I theorize is you're right. He's at full. So before well, if you won't tell us how before Jeshima was um, weakened, was her tower closed? Like her spire. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to think how I want to word that. Um, like when she was operating at full power, was her spire uh, shut, locked down, kind of like Cavalis's? Um, well, not locked down, but the doors could close, yeah. 
because I'm I was thinking maybe Cavallis is actively putting some of his power into um, keeping it shut down. What Paylor told us about this uh, riddle that was given is that um, his the key to it all is his heart. Um, and the spire, if you say it's his landline to the Everdark, if not, maybe being his heart could um, contain it, perhaps? And so maybe he's actively pouring power into making sure that it can't be um, accessed. Well, because obviously he doesn't want to be sealed away, but if that's the case, what do we do? We don't know, um... You won't tell us uh, how we you, weaken Jeshima. We don't know I how just, it's, it's not possible again. Okay. Do I still have access to Jeshima, or am I completely disconnected? Um, you could try to reach out. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna like just kind of do it in the back of the room, like kind of without anybody knowing, in case shit goes sideways. So it can't be done again. So, but what I'm saying is maybe if there's a way that we could weaken Cavallus, because I, I don't think we're capable of killing him, but maybe if we were able to weaken him, we could send in. A secondary force of some sort that could um, do something in the tower, like um, if we—I'm saying—if we were to talk to Safiri, maybe he could set up a sort of thing where if we were to go confront him and possibly weaken him enough, maybe that could open up the tower and we'd be able to. Uh, he, they would then be able to, um, even if it, they needed some sort of spellcaster or something to help open it, they could then do their side of things in the tower, but we don't even know if that's the reason why it's shut. Or perhaps the reason it's shut is it contains Cavallus' heart, and that's, that yeah, may be I'm the saying. key. Ah. Well, then it seems that uh, venturing into the storm to find Calduin would seem like a lost cause without at least attempting to find Cavallus's heart. But we can't. Uh, but then that seems like a lost cause without knowing how to weaken him in a Safiri, to open this fire. You think he might have the 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 spire? Um, Safiri might have the key to uh, unlocking this fire. So then we proceed as we were, and go find Safiri, and hopefully that helps, because Calduin's probably running out of time. Although, not necessarily running out of time, but, uh, if he were, if they wanted him dead, I'm sure he'd be dead, but I'd worry about what they're doing to him, and what damage it could do to him physically and mentally. He's I a agree. strong guy, but it's been almost a month. Or I guess probably like three, I don't know. But, uh, I think it was like only two weeks or so. I'll, I'll, I'll have to fact check that. Travel time would be like, uh, oh, oh wait, yeah. so only three days because we're just in Black Mirror, so I guess yeah. a little less than three weeks, yeah. Yeah. 
So, okay. So then, should we go to Safiri and see uh, if he knows anything? How's that? I think uh, Safiri and then venture into the storm. And then, if after you find your friend, could you find mine? If, uh, what, uh, your ones that were, um, and just, just stop in and, and see. Well, even if to confirm that they're dead, like I just, I need to know. Please. Okay. Yeah, as long as, yeah, as long as you understand that our friend comes first, he's been. Of course. And then, yes, as, as long as time permits, we'll, uh, gladly go check on your friends. You've done a lot for us. We do not mind that. I can't ask more of you. Well, um, I need to get some sleep, um, but you feel free to use my study and discuss your next further moves. And um, I have spare rooms up on the second floor if you wish to stay the night. Much appreciated. What do you guys think? Do we spend the night or do we head out? What time is it, roughly? Um, it's probably getting on to five o'clock. Um, maybe we stay, figure some stuff out. I have some ideas, so okay, my um, best option. What's your idea? You, um, I'm uh, I'm wondering if I can find somewhat contact Jeshima without fully connecting with her to see if we can find a way to deal with Kabbalis on kind of how we dealt with her, but just based off of how she's doing almost. And the consequences of you reaching out to her? My death? I don't know. Like Anything could possibly go wrong at this rate. Um, so did you say you were going to reach out in the study, or do you want to do that I'm going to do it after. I'm going to do it after we like all leave. <clears throat> all so, right. Like, this will be like a real time discussion, um, as we're like choosing if we're staying or not. So, um, yeah. Unless anybody's opposed to that idea, but I truly have no issue. Um, I don't oppose that idea. Um, uh, I don't oppose that idea, but. Um, I would want to be there with you, uh, A, to help you uh, concentrate on contacting Jeshima, and B, to be there with you in case anything goes wrong, because I don't want you to be alone. I, one, my first family is basically dead. I don't want anybody on my second family dying here. I'm not letting it happen, even if it costs me my life. Fair enough. But, Listen, uh, I, only, uh, what, what's up? With, um, with you trying to contact Jessima and obviously my, um, connection to her as well. I'm wondering if maybe if I were to cast a spell on you and I'm going to kind of flip through this book and I'm going to be like um, 
this, this one, um, protection from evil, it, um, it can help protect you from evil, um, mental control or being hit by it, but also, if I use my magic to cast it on you, maybe that as well can help be kind of a, um, a, a, a ley line, like, a yeah, a way for you to help. Obviously, you have your own connection mm -hmm. with Jeshima, but if I were to cast something on you, that would not only protect you from her grasp, but also kind mm -hmm. of use her sort of power. Maybe that could help you reach her. Yeah, because yeah, that's my main concern right now is that I go the other I go the other way and get contacted by the poison, which isn't necessarily the worst thing, but also not necessarily the best thing based off of my last few encounters. So. I would like to propose that if it poses this much of an immediate threat, with all due respect, we should shackle your body in case <laughs> in case Jeshim attempts to do something physically with you. Well, this um this spell that I'm reading here, uh, it also says it wards off any possession from uh any attempt at possession uh, against the warded creature. So that may, may help as well. My second follow-up is I that we enhance further beyond the protection from evil and instead create an inward-facing circle of protection to make sure that the force stays bound within the circle. If anything were to uh, kind of come back this way. Yes. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't think that'll um, falter her ability to actually contact her, then I don't it, see why it would be an issue. It's a typical routine action for whenever people would try to create a conjuration circle to bind <laughs> evil creatures. I expect that it would be every bit as effective for containing in this case. Wonderful. Um, shall we then? Uh, let's go find an area that we find suitable. And I'm just gonna kind of keep reading this spell to, uh... Circle of Protection is a bit of divinator of divine magic. It's not exactly my wheelhouse, but, uh, I can forge one, given a bit of time and, uh, a bit of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, well, you work on that, I'll, uh, kind of work on this spell, I'm still, uh, haven't mastered abjuration. Um, what would we, is there any other questions we, like, is there anything we want to get out of Jeshima specifically? Because the only thing I can think of is the direct weakness she had prior to us containing No, I don't... Kay, although he wouldn't tell us about it, he said it's not possible to work again. So maybe if you can just find a way to pressure her into uh, into telling us a way that we... or anything she might know about Kavalis' spire or Kavalis as a... Mm -hmm. as a uh, being, because they don't seem like they have... Um, necessarily the closest of relationships so perhaps goad her, can... yeah, ex her exactly 
feed to her pride if you must. Do what <laughs> is necessary to get that tongue loose. Sounds good. That's what the one thing I'm good at. All right, so start with I can mind. Circle, I guess. Orglin, would you mind uh, seeing if you can get some restraints, just in case, and uh, I'll start to try to invoke the spell. Shoot, I'm, I'm sure this place has a dungeon. What better place to contact a can... deity? Yeah. I can... Tolan's stronger than me for sure, so like, I'm not too worried about him being able to restrain me if needed. Um... True. I'll just True. I'll just go to one of the nearest um, bloodhounds. And be like, so is there some sort of holding cell or a dungeon or some sort that we could uh, possibly have quick access to? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, not gonna ask questions. Is the key? Um, You're good give at it back it. or don't. I don't care. No one goes down there. Uh, all right, we're gonna head down there. Do you got everything you need to make this circle of uh, protection? Uh, I'll need mostly uh, a couple of regions from inside of my satchel, and after that, uh, it's mostly time. Awesome. Now, can could somebody uh, it, it, that's experienced with divination magic uh, outside of the person casting the spell? Um, focus on keeping it together or uh, how does how does that spell work i think it'll be okay unless it requires concentration then it, if if it does then maybe you could um aid his concentration with some sort of ability but i don't know if it does i mean i could aid his concentration uh like I on said, the I spell don't, i don't know if he needs it you gotta ask him with his uh divination oh uh so this spell is typically available with clerics and some wizards and such, uh, accessed by the good domain and uh, some paladins. Essentially, we're going to be spending a great deal of effort putting together a, a massive diagram on the floor in order to contain the, uh, the effects of evil. Normally, we would design it to be facing outward and that would prevent creatures of ill nature from bypassing the wall that would be created in magic. In this case, we're essentially building a fortress to seal it away. Uh, it will be about a, about a 20-foot diameter uh, emanation. So we're going to need a fair bit of chalk, as you can well imagine. And it's going to take a few minutes to, or to fully establish. Uh, it would be ideal if there was someone that knew the dimensional anchor spell in case of there was any effort to portal away. But uh, that's a little bit more restrictive. I, I don't think that will be an issue because it's not necessarily that we're actually summoning her here rather than just like reaching out to her, right? Yeah. All right, right. Then. I think we'll be okay. Uh, but I do think your uh, circle is a good idea because I'm going to be tapping deeper into these um, seeming powers I've gotten from her than I have, and I don't know how that will happen. So some sort of shield to stop any 
possible outlash or something from getting outside is just probably good. And then also the whatever magic lingers in that uh, tattoo on your neck, Beckett. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> if I were to devote a full three hours and 20 minutes just to the design work of the diagram, I could ensure that it would be at its maximum efficacy. What time is it now? Like five? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Five-ish. Go, Go for it. That'll give me time to practice a spell. Give time um, Wait, for Becca uh, to hype it up or to hype herself up. <laughs> okay, I'm out. <laughs> going to need a fair bit of chalk, some charcoal, uh, some powdered silver, and uh, yeah, show me the room. All right, so we're gonna go down to the basement, I assume, and look for a suitable spot um, in like the dungeony area. Yeah, but I think as we cascade down uh, to the basement with as it's uh, ten to ten, I think we're gonna pick up with casting the spell next week. Okay. Because uh, there's a few other things that I did want to get get to this session, but we don't have time. But that's stuff that's happening in. Uh, in-game tonight, so it'll just be easier to pick it up next week. Okay. So, yeah. That was a very fun session. Yeah. It was a very talky session. Do we want to do inspiration points? I feel like James deserves it. He, you know... Yeah. I think he talked more than yeah. I did this session. Yes, definitely. The fact that he, like, recalled the entire campaign, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, the entire campaign being the last... Like, ten episodes. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen episodes. Oh, not bad. Um, well, fourteen including this one. So, what was, what was, oh shit, what 13. Was about to say? Yeah, I hope you don't mind, just especially since I have these books of spells and I haven't really like selected my spells yet as like oh, a dude, source yeah. where I'm just like, for the sake of flavor, I'm like, this is a spell that'll uh, help. And then I'll I mean, as a, a newly developing list. sorcerer, having just powers pop up that you 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 know didn't um, choose, but instead are powers that you just have as a sorcerer. So I feel like it does make sense as you're, you know, uh, as Tobin's on his journey to learning the arcane. I feel yeah, like it makes yeah. sense. So you are totally a-okay. Like, so um, I'm sure we'll just, like, be, like, innate spells that I'm like, okay, like, uh, a Tobin in time of need, but we'll see that when it, like, happens, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm also, meme inspiration point over to V. Killer memes this session. <laughs> Um, would my inspiration point carry over for the next Yeah, you're episode? fine. If you didn't spend it, just keep it. Whatever. Okay. Um, okay, uh, you want to do an That's, outro? Yeah. Um, that was it, y'all. I stream, I'm streaming more on Twitch. It's in the description. Owen's got two channels. Ben Fender Podcast, NASCAR Shit, Fan Rantan, everything else. Uh, if any of you have anything to plug, go for it. But otherwise, I think that's it for me. Thank you very much for joining us this session of The Boundless Shores. You got something Bye. to say, Nick? Have a great time. Good night, everybody. Yeah, good night. <laughs>